Alrighty, welcome back to episode two of Project Upgrade Podcast. The second episode already. Oh my god, look it's at us all go. happening. <laughs> <laughs> look at us with the consistency. The consistency <laughs> back in the hot seat, ready for another episode. Let's do this. Yeah, so I'm Samantha. I'm Lucas. And we are your hosts. So today we are going to be talking about nutrition over the weekend. Fun. Lots of fun, this topic. Fine. It's an interesting topic. I think uh, nutrition is one of these topics people like to know a little bit more about. It's always a bit of a gray area in the fitness world. So we're going to dive into that today, get over everything nutrition and just healthy eating and consistency with eating. But first. But first. We have a segment that we would like to start on the podcast just to make it a little bit fun, but also then you guys can get to know us a little bit in our personal life because, yes, we want to talk about you know the topics and everything, but we also want you guys to get to know just us as people. Mm. I feel like it makes it a bit more real, raw. Personal. Yeah. Like you don't just want to be like, oh, yes, Sam and Lucas. Yes, so Yes, ma'am kind of thing. <laughs> it's more so like, oh, just like having a chat with our friends. Pretty you know? much. Yeah. So we've decided to bring in a win of the week. So each episode at the start of the episode, we're going to go over our wins for the week. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Just discussing good things that have happened in the week. Pretty much just reflecting on just good times that have happened throughout the week. Maybe some of you can relate. Maybe mm. it might give you an opportunity to think about your own big wins. We're very positive people as well. Like I feel like every night we come home and we just kind of go, oh, like what was one good thing that happened with your day today? Yeah, I mean, it pumps me up hearing about your good wins for the day. And then you always ask me what my wins are. Mm. So it's always nice seeing both of us thrive. So it's yeah. always good to reflect on how good you're doing during the day and during the week. Yeah, so why not bring it to the potty, right? <laughs> why not? <laughs> so, Lucas, what was your win for the week? Well, Samantha, my win for the week. Well, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> You're in trouble. <laughs> Whenever someone calls me Samantha, who I know like on a personal level, I'm like, what did I do? Did I, did I do something I'm sorry. to you? Yeah. Like if I don't know them and they call me Samantha, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But if I You're hear- You're just being nice. <laughs> yeah, but if I hear Samantha from like you or someone I'm close with, I'm like, what? <laughs> Well, Sam, my big Thank win. You. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> my big win this week. I actually went out. I made a bit of a big business move. I have hired a social media manager and coach. Yeah. So I've decided to optimize a bit of structure to my business. Right. So I'm still doing the coaching, still doing everything else that I'm doing. But now I've got a bit of structure with how I present myself online and just how I'm able to bring in clients. So yeah. a bit of a big move forward, adding in just an extra uh, extra person to the team here. Yeah, that is really exciting because um, this is Coco. We, well, I'm sure we'll talk about Coco a lot on this sure podcast. Love you, Coco, if you're listening. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, both Lucas and I work with Coco now. I started working with her just before the show, actually, when mm. I was in Sydney. Um, and then Lucas saw how amazing she was and then you jumped on board. Yeah, it's not been something that I had actively looked for. Yeah. It, it wasn't even on my radar of a social media manager is something that I need in my business. Well, she's but, more so social media and business. Like, well, really, it's yeah. yeah. It's a bit of both, yeah. I mean, I know she does do just social media, but we're both doing the social media and the business. Yeah. And it's only been a couple of days. This would have been a number of days ago mm. that Coco and I signed and it's already been a very eye-opening experience. She's so amazing. A few things that I'm like, oh, I actually do need that in yeah. my business. Something that I had never really thought of too much until I had admittedly seen Sam working with her and realized, oh, there's actually some good value in having someone mm. like that on board. 
Yeah, she's amazing. Love you, Coco. Love your work. <laughs> no, she's doing awesome so far and it hasn't even been a week yet. So it's always good to expand the business and see what kind of avenues you can take to move forward with the business. But that's my big win for the week. Sam, what about you? Mine's a bit of a weird one. Mm-hmm. Mine is resting. Resting? Yeah. Okay. I, know it's, I know it's a weird one, but yeah, okay. you've, you've seen me behind the scenes. Like at the moment, I am just on this grind mm. and which is great like I love grinding I'm definitely someone who is always busy I I don't like not being busy I get bored and I start a new project when I really shouldn't start the new project yeah. you know like I look <laughs> for things to do all the time um so lately I've been finding ever since the show actually pretty much yeah. business has just boomed the new um, posing studio as well that opened like what I think two days after we got back from Sydney. Pretty much, yeah. You were setting that up like a week or two prior to yeah. leaving for Sydney and then debuted that I think two days after. Yeah, yeah. two days after we came back. Yeah, because the day after we got back, I was in the studio all day just setting, you know, last minute things. Finishing touches. Yeah, and then that Wednesday it was open. Yeah, um, and girls then, coming yeah. in, yeah, straight open, open the doors. Yeah, and I think like I knew it would do well. I just didn't think – I'm very – Delusional, we like to say. <laughs> she can be. <laughs> I'm very delusional sometimes. Um, but I well, I just think like I don't see as much value in my expertise sometimes. Is that the right way of saying it? Pretty much, yeah. You don't realise the value that you offer to yeah. all these people. You don't realise the scale at which yeah. you deliver all of this. So my expectations of when I do something, it's like low. And then when I do well, I'm like, oh. Like you'll wow. say something like, oh, I hope this does well. I'm like, baby, it's obviously going to thrive. What are you talking about? Hope. What do yeah. you mean? What are you talking about? Yeah. Like the posing studio. And then studio. it thrives. Yeah. And like, I think it's just a really cool thing to have like a posing studio where the girls can come in by themselves, wear their bikinis, be in that private space. But also it's a beautiful studio. Like it is gorgeous. Yeah. I love that studio it so much. Very nicely. I'll happily lay there and do nothing just in the room. <laughs> I, I love that studio. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because of that, I have just been fully booked which is hectic for me at this time in season like I think the late or earliest a show is and it's like six weeks at the moment and normally peak time for me starts at about this time at six weeks out from a show but it started before the 10 week out mark which I think I just wasn't expecting I was like oh well like I'm fully booked already like what the heck who would have thought this you know and so because of that I've actually been really struggling with my routine and trying to find that time to actually train and trying to get my steps in like I was getting steps at what time of the night like 9 p.m like 9 p.m like I would get home and I'd like I'd finish the gym I'd finish all my clients I'd come home um like do you have any steps left assuming that oh maybe maybe a few (laughs) oh yeah just uh, six thousand I was like babe it's (laughs) bedtime (laughs) what do you mean six thousand yeah I think one time I think the worst was seven thousand yeah that was the worst and it was like stupid o'clock what do you mean seven? <laughs> yeah. And so work has just been really hectic, really. And so I've been lacking time in being able to train, being able to just be a human being as well. And so it was definitely taking a toll on me. And like last week was probably my worst week. Like it really started to affect me mentally. And I was just like, I can't even go to the gym. Like how am I supposed to be a better athlete and improve my package and everything if I can't even go to the gym? Mm. Anyway, long story short, I was stressing about that and the workload over the week. And I remember looking at my schedule and thinking, you know, it would be great if I just had to train only three days a week at this point in time. I had a chat with my coach and he's agreed to three days a week. He was like, honestly, Sam, I'd be happy if you did two at the moment. Like just rest, recover, take this time to just get into your business. And then when you decide to prep again and, you know, get back on stage, 
then we'll relook at everything. But for now, just rest. Because I don't want to get up at four o'clock in the morning at the moment. Mm. Like, I don't need to. You know, like, that's what it was going to be. Like, in prep I did because I had to. I, you know, I was getting on stage. But in the off-season, I'm kind of like, I don't want to have to do that. Mm. I want to rest. I want to sleep. I want to just focus on my business and then get back into the grind when it's time to get back into the grind. You know, I'm still training hard. Don't get me wrong. But it's just been nice to have that weight lifted off my shoulders but then actually allowing myself to rest. Because mm. I feel like an old me, if my, like if Tim said only train three days a week, I'd be like, oh, absolutely not. I have to train five days a week, you know? Yeah. So I think the win this week has just been me actually taking a step back and accepting that if I can do three days a week at the moment, that's a, that's fine. That's perfect. That's a box ticked. Yeah, absolutely. And as you said, like you even said to me, I think during the week, like, Sam, you're overworking yourself. I could tell that you were overworking yeah. yourself a little bit because you'd get to the end of the day, you I, you were noticeably a little bit more stressed than usual. Mm. You still had a few things to do. You were even doing work later than you usually have. You cut off the yeah. steps as well. I'm uh, really strict with that cut off. It's like yeah. 7 p.m., no work. But this week is, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> overflowed just, yeah. just a little bit. But um, you obviously take some steps now to ensure that everything is just manageable. Yeah, definitely. Happy days. That's the win of the week. Yeah, I'm excited for next week. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, love it. All right. Well, let's get into today's episode. Would Absolutely. you like to start? Perfect. Yeah, so today we are talking everything nutrition, mainly the consistency with nutrition and also the concept of the weekends regarding nutrition. Now, a lot of people, they will be very good Monday to Friday from my experience. A lot of the times people come unglued is the weekends. Now, you just have to remember your body doesn't realize what's a weekend, what's a weekday. <laughs> Imagine if it did though. Imagine if it did, yeah. It's Saturday, let's pause all fat gain, right? Like, it's just not necessarily the case That'd at all. That'd be fantastic. That'd be great, yeah. Everyone would be lean, everyone would be looking great. But unfortunately, the weekends are just as important as a Tuesday or a Wednesday. So now if you are one that will go hard Monday to Friday, but then the weekends becomes a little bit more unglued, that can actually set you back quite a bit and you have to realize that. Now, it is easy to stick to it Monday to Friday. It is very routine-like. You are going to work at the same time. You have the same hours. You're training at the same time, waking up at the same time. Don't have too many social interactions to attend. But then once the weekend comes, that's when all the fun stuff is, mm. right? That's when all the opportunities to be bad and go out, that's when they arise. So you do have to treat the weekends with the same level of, um, I'd say, consistency most of the time to the weekdays. That's when you'll really see the most progress. But there's also a caveat to that. You don't want to be too disciplined over the weekend, which leads us to the first point. You want to do. You want to still feel like a human yeah. in this period. Now, now feeling like a human can involve going off track just a little bit or enjoying yourself a little bit and realizing it's not absolutely going to kill you, right? I think we think that we're a robot and we have to like stick to everything all the time to the book. That's robot. We're not robots. We're human beings. We're allowed to enjoy ourselves. We're allowed to eat that cake or like I did before, I had a Biscoff biscuit because I'm human and I wanted the Biscoff biscuit, right? Yep. When Lucas right now is a robot, I have to be a robot. I'm in prep at the moment and a Biscoff biscuit will (laughs) definitely push me too far away from my goal. But in saying that, if you weren't in prep being a robot- I'd have five biscuits. (laughs) 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 
But the reason, like, I say this to my girls all the time, I'm always like, you're either a human or you're a robot, but don't be a robot 24-7. If you're a robot 24-7, you're going to burn yourself out and you're going to feel like you can't do those human-like things. Like, FYI, going to a birthday and enjoying yourself on the weekend is human. Getting drunk on a Saturday night is human. Like, all of those things that you might feel guilty for, it's a human thing. Having Mac is human. Right? So don't feel guilty for being a human being. Just accept that you're a human being and you're allowed to enjoy those things. But know when it's time to be a robot. Mm. Don't mix the two. When you mix the two, it gets very unhealthy. Like just not being kind to yourself. You know, you might experience um, binge eating type things as well. Like just, what is it called? Um, Eating disorders. Yeah, eating disorders, like that kind of stuff. You don't want to experience that. No, definitely not. Always be a human being. It, it just can take a bit of time to dig out of oh as well yeah. if you do do um, come across one of those and really fall into that. It can take a little bit of time to get out of these habits, to get out of that mindset as well. So if you can avoid getting an eating habit or – sorry, an eating disorder, I mean, that Or just having best. eating disorder-like habits, like just little things here and there. Like there are little things that can pop up. That is an eating disorder yeah. type Habit. There's a certain thing to call it. I can't remember. <laughs> I know I'm going to listen back to this episode and go, it was that. I just said that. <laughs> I always know what it is. Oh, <laughs> so annoying. It it's how it goes. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. But yes, remember that you're a human being and that's okay. You are allowed to live a little bit. Now, like there are certain goals, like me, for example, in prep going for a competition. You can't really go out and do these things. Now, there are still ways that you can enjoy certain foods. Whereas if you were doing macro tracking, for example, compared to a meal plan, if you do have the knowledge around nutrition and macros, which I would endorse everyone to gain a bit of knowledge on because that's really when you start to understand a lot about the food that's going in your body, what you can have to eat that might sound bad, but really still gets you to your goals. If you are macro tracking, you can fit in quite a lot of um, just desirable foods, but then still stay on track. Um, But if you aren't in a competition prep, you do have a lot more leeway. Now, you do want to feel like a human, but you also want to keep in mind your goals as well. So like, say if you go out for a night, you feel free to enjoy yourself for sure. But you also don't want to go overboard, right? Mm. You don't want to go over the top and think, all right, I'm having a night out. Like I really do have this, this shred goal later in the year, but... You also don't want to go out that night and then just absolutely blow out your calories, right? Um, When you don't have to, like just because you are having a cheat night out, you do want to, if the goals are uh, very important to you, you do want to keep them quite, I suppose, just, how would you even say it? I think there's a fine line with this, Mm. which I think is why it's hard to like describe. Yeah, exactly. Because like we don't want to come across as us saying, you must think of your goals all the time. But no, definitely we, not. But definitely then we don't not. want to say like... Go enjoy yourself to yes. the fullest potential yes. as well. There is like, yeah, restrictions with that that you probably should keep in mind. There are ways to go around it though. Like, you know, as we said that we want you guys to be a human being. There are ways to still be human in your off season, in your lifestyle, whatever it is. I'm, I did it my whole off season and I came in the most shredded ever going into a prep. Right, but that's because I accepted I was human, but then also enjoyed myself when I could enjoy myself, which you did as well. Mm-hmm. Like you know, during this off season, you were enjoying yourself whenever you could. Yeah, right? absolutely. But we got back on track. We stuck to our goals. We had that in the back of our minds. Like we knew we wanted to get on stage. Yeah. Right. Yours might be that you want to lose ten kilos by the end of the year, 
Okay. Now, obviously, one night here and there isn't going to hurt you it's that much. It's not going to hurt you that much. So we don't want this to scare you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, certainly it's, not. It's not like one night of blowing over your calories is going to, you know, hurt that goal that bad. But it's just about being mindful of how consistently you're doing that to yourself. Um, but we'll get into that, I'm yeah. sure. Um, but let's get into some tips, shall we, about yeah. eating out on the weekends and being human, but then also being a robot. <laughs> That's the only way to describe it. Like you're literally a robot. You, you do feel like a robot. You honestly do. Like especially when you're a few weeks out from a bodybuilding show, you do feel like a mm. robot. Like <clears throat> like nothing else matters besides this goal of just eat this amount of food. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's just wake up, eat this food, train do steps like that's kind of like what it is towards the end yeah. so you are you are like a robot so you don't really have any of like these desires or just any pull towards anything that you would if you were not in a prep yeah i know with my clients um obviously i have many different types of clients i've got bodybuilding i've got lifestyle i've got shred girls building girls like all different types of girls and all of them have an end goal of some sort and this always is a topic it's always how do i enjoy myself at this event and not feel guilty for it Mm. Or how do I still get progress on my check-in day when I have this wedding on the weekend? Yep. And there are ways to go about it. My number one is, this is what I actually used going into the next show, as in before I started prep. This is, I didn't do this during prep. It was more so before the prep. Yeah. Um, I would, because I'm very familiar with macro tracking and everything like that. If you're not familiar with macro tracking, probably don't do this one. There's many other ones that we can talk about. But this one, hack, life hack. <laughs> <laughs> so I would actually lower my fats for the day. So I was following a meal plan. I always followed a meal plan yeah. um, in my off season. Yeah, you I don't just got into the macro. Track. Yeah, I don't know. I was. I just love being told what to do. <laughs> you know, like I love being told this is what you eat, and so that's just what I did. But then after my last show, I remember in Sydney, you were like, Sam, what are you most excited to do after this show? And I was like, Oh, the funniest <laughs> answer possible. And I was like, I'm excited to track my macros. To track her macros. <laughs> Because I've never done it before. Like I've done it here and there, but I've never just strictly like tracked macros. Yeah. So I was really excited to do that. Anyway, life-changing <laughs> moment that was. But before that, um, I would just lower my fats for the day. So in my meal plan, if I had certain fats and I knew that I was eating out for dinner, for example, in my breakfast, I'd remove the almond butter. In my lunch, I'd remove the avocado. Or like I'd just remove the fats in my meals for that day, like the main fats. I wouldn't just strip everything that had fat in it. That'd yeah. be a bit ridiculous. But like the main fat source, I'd just remove and then when I go out for dinner, I would just go out, have a nice dinner out, and that was that. I would ensure that I had a protein source in there to ensure that I hit my protein goal for the day because all of my meals had protein in it. Yep. So maybe I'd get like some chicken on the side or whatever it might be. But that's literally it. That's all I did. And honestly, that worked. Not saying that you can do this every single day of your life, okay? Like you, you really can't. No. But the reason that I say lower the fats is because – Nine times out of ten when you eat out, it is going to be a very high-fat meal. Like, you can't yeah. control that. When it comes to carbs, carbs are carbs. Once again, like, can't control it. But the fats, if you lower the fats for the day, you're less likely to put on excess body fat. That's kind of the idea behind it. But then trying to have that protein source there ensures that you are hitting your protein goal for the day. Yep. So that requires no restriction, no crazy eating out. Like, you'll still be full over the day. I think a lot of people will starve themselves before going out because they're like, oh, I've got, got to save room. When really, if you do that, 
you're going to make yourself even more hungry for when you go out and then you're going to splurge or splurge even more, Yeah, which isn't necessarily the smart thing to do. I know I've done that in the past before I started like this whole fitness journey of my own. Yeah. I would most definitely like starve myself leading up to like Eat Street, for example. Yeah. I'd like, I need to not eat anything today so I yeah. can eat everything at Eat Street. And then I would eat way too much at Eat Street and feel sick. Yep. Also on that as well, you're reducing your amount, your frequency of protein that comes mm. in. So when you reduce your frequency of protein that comes throughout the day, say if you're giving up, say, three meals or something, if you're just starving yourself all day for this one big meal at the end, you might have a heap of protein at the end. But if you're not having the frequency of protein throughout the day, that's less chances of muscle protein synthesis. So you really do want to spread your protein out throughout the entire course of the day. So reducing the protein throughout the day not necessary but if you just reduce the fats throughout the day you'll be in a much better position by the time you get to dinner because like sam said like these people that make your food at restaurants like they want to make tasty food right they're not making healthy bodybuilder meals they're making tasty food and as they should that's kind of why you go out to restaurants right Mm. you want to have a delicious meal but most of the time they're quite high in fats so just limiting your fats it'll it'll more than likely put you in the clear when going out to dinner You don't have to do that, okay? Like this is just what I did in my lifestyle season. I know a lot of my clients actually use this method now and all of them have seen the difference as well. Um, So definitely try it. See if it works for you. But as Lucas actually brought up when we were talking about this episode, you can actually use MyFitnessPal while eating out for most meals. Yeah, it's gone pretty comprehensive these days, the MyFitnessPal app. So most fast food chains or restaurants will actually have MyFitnessPal entries in the app itself. So if you are planning to go out, if you know you're going out beforehand, what you can do is you can write up a full day's meal plan on MyFitnessPal and include that meal. Say if you're going out to Beach House and you're getting a rump steak and chips or whatever it may be, you can actually find that on the MyFitnessPal app enter that and then plan the rest of your day out around those calories there just to ensure that you are still hitting your daily calories. Well, that's what I did on my birthday, remember? Yeah, Um, absolutely. You did that to perfection. Yeah, so on my birthday, um, I was four weeks out, I think. Yeah, it was pretty close. Yeah, but I was like more than ready. Like I was on a refeed and everything. Yeah, you almost Um, were too ready at that point. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, baby, you got to calm down. (laughs) Show's not for another month. (laughs) We were trying to slow down at that point. The shows are coming on a bit too quick there. (laughs) It's the hard Um, problem to have, eh? Yeah, I've never been in that spot before. That was a weird time for me. (laughs) But um, yeah, so my coach, you know, it was my birthday and I was like, oh, it's my birthday. Like, are you happy if I just track macros for the day? Like, I'm not going to go off plan. I'm just going to track macros. That was my first time of actually like tracking macros properly Mm. by myself. Oh, that was the first time. Yeah, like oh. by myself. It's so weird. Like I can easily do it for other people. I like, ride a meal plan and everything. Yeah, of but course. I would just never do it for myself. Yeah. I don't know why. I just yeah. you're a little bit nervous at that point. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But um, yeah. So for my birthday, I went on the coffee club website, looked yep. up their menu. They had all the calories and macros there. Chucked into my fitness pal, and yeah, I tracked my whole day, and it was yep. great. Had a great birthday. Yeah. Didn't blow over my calories. Still stuck to plan. Um, but yeah, you can definitely use my fitness pal at Wixfit. We actually have a my fitness pal. Um, takeaway guide it actually has all the meals that you could eat out in that guide so Wixfit girls if you don't have it let me know i'll Mm. give it to you but (laughs) but that's definitely a massive hack as well i think so yeah you'd be very surprised what is actually on my fitness pal like so many places that you can eat has their entries in there so if you do want to remove the doubt of if you're doing well Mm. or going to be progressing after this day of eating out doing something like that and having in the back of your mind 
oh, I know I'm hitting my calories right. That just removes any self-doubt yeah. or any sort of negative feeling towards going out for sure. That was actually a really good tip that you said before though, which was the day before, like go through my fitness pal and literally log a whole day just so you know exactly what you are eating yep. over that day. You don't have this mentality of, oh, I could starve myself all day. Like you've just got to follow that meal plan because it is it's like a meal plan for yourself for the day and you well, know exactly really what, what you is. eat it's gonna work yeah um that's what i've actually been doing in this reverse period if like i know we're gonna be eating out i'll roughly track because not everywhere has that food there like sometimes you do have to like kind of guesstimate what yeah. is on your plate which is fine like it doesn't have to be perfect right yeah. like i can look at some spinach and go oh, it's probably about 40 grams i'll just chuck it in there if it's not who cares like honestly who cares it's not the end of the world um but Roughly guesstimate it. But that's only if you really want to stay on track. For those people who don't necessarily track macros or just want to be in the lifestyle, not want to have to think about that, there is another way to go about it, which this is actually how I lived before I got into meal plans and everything. Like this was just me in lifestyle. This is the get back on track mentality. This is a really good mentality to have for people, as I said, who don't want to track, who just want to enjoy themselves, who don't want to have that fear of, (gasps) I have to track everything. Like, no, you don't have to. You can just do this mentality. It's it's so easy. Um, but basically all it is, is let's say, once again, I have that dinner tonight, right? So get up, have my normal meal. Where are we going for dinner? Ooh, <laughs> where should we go? Moo Moo's. You want to go Moo Moo's? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah, let's go. Okay. So we're going to Moo Moo's tonight. I'm going to Moo Moo's tonight. We're going to Moo Moo's tonight. Yes. And so I love Moo Moo's. It's Oh, remember that time we went to Moomoo's? I do remember. That's why I'm so excited to go to Moomoo's. <laughs> I'm not going to Moomoo's. I can't go to Moomoo's. <laughs> I wish I could go to Moomoo's. What do you mean? <laughs> Kidding. In 13 weeks, we can go to Moomoo's. I'm going by myself. <laughs> Who's calling me? Oh, Jaden's calling. Jaden, Mr. Podcast. <laughs> He's just calling me now. <laughs> there you go. We'll call you back, Jaden. Anyways. <laughs> hey, we'll talk to you on here, Jaden. How are you? <laughs> How's things? <laughs> Sam's a bit busy. Just <laughs> in your studio. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I think you were saying we're going to Moomoo's. Yeah, we're going to Moomoo's. Cool. Um, so I'd get up. I would have my normal meal for breakfast. Then at morning tea, have my normal morning tea. Whoa. Lunch, guess what? Normal lunch. No way. Yeah. And then afternoon tea, if I feel like it, normal afternoon tea. Surely not. Who would have thought, Whoa. right? And then for dinner... At Moomoo's, I just eat dinner at Moomoo's. And then when I leave Moomoo's, I just get back on track as if nothing happened. Okay, so you wouldn't crash diet the next day? You wouldn't um, try to make up for the excess calories that you had the night prior? You wouldn't starve yourself for that day? Surely that would even out, right? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Just get back on track. Because your body thrives on consistency. Your body mm. doesn't want to have a really high day and then a really low day and then maybe a weird day the next and then get back on track. Best way to go about this is to have your day out, have your night out, enjoy yourself, and then the next day, just pretend like it didn't happen. Just hit your calories and hit your meal plan as normal the next day and then start that consistency. That's when you'll really start to see your body start adapting again and just getting back on track. There's no point going up down and yo-yoing it's not going to do anything good for your body or your physique so getting back on track is the best way to really handle a yeah. night out like that i feel like even like for a lunchtime, people will definitely go oh well i've eaten now i gotta eat out for the rest of the day now i can do what i want yeah like, the it day is written off work like that no no like, not at all instead not at all. after lunch let's say you go out for a lunch we go to mimi's for lunch right yeah we can do that <laughs> <laughs> 
Afternoon tea. If you're still hungry, have some afternoon tea like normal, like your normal afternoon tea. If you're hungry at dinner, have your dinner. But don't starve yourself for the rest of the day because you've overeaten at lunch. Just have your normal meals. If you're hungry, like if you're not hungry, if you're full and you're like, I can't fit anything else. And okay, go off how you feel. Be intuitive with yourself. It's a very big key being intuitive. But, you know, if you are hungry, you're hungry for a reason. Your body needs food. Um, But then, yeah, don't just sign off for the day it like, goes two ways yeah, yeah. don't under eat after you've had a bad meal but then also don't throw away the rest of the day and exactly. say oh well this day's a write-off you know i'm already over calories probably you're not right you've still got yeah. multiple meals left you're under calories because you still have two or three meals banked up you also don't want to go too high and say mm. all right well i'm going to go here for for dinner i'm going to have this for dessert it's a cheat day already yeah, yeah i've ruined the day that's probably the worst mentality to have so if you were to go over calories on, say, your lunch, for example, say if you went over like 500 calories, you could turn that into 2,000 calories over real quick. Yeah, but also like just be human, right? Like that's all you got to be. You're a human being. You're allowed to go to that wedding and have a good time. You know, you're allowed to do all of those types of things. Don't feel like you have to stick to a book. Like you can go to things, enjoy it, and then leave it and get back on track. That's the key. I know for a fact that when you have a night out, how easy is it to get a hungover meal the next morning? Oh, yeah. It's almost a prerequisite. Oh, yeah. But (laughs) I challenge anyone listening to this podcast, try not to do that. Mm. So go out, have a good night out, enjoy yourself. But the next morning, you are back on track. As in, you're making a meal from home, which is more than achievable. If you feel like eggs on toast, you can make that from home. You don't have to go out and eat it. Yeah, easy. Right? It's actually almost easier than going out to get food. Exactly. (laughs) But also your body will actually thank you for it. Your body will be like, oh, thank God, some nutritious food. Yeah, you'll feel way much worse the next day because you're already feeling bad. You'll feel mm. even worse if you just load up on junk food. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, but I think this goes into the mindfully eating topic that we wanted to chat about. Absolutely, yeah. So that is another way that you can approach this. You can go into like a lunch or a dinner and fully enjoy yourself, like not really care about how much you eat for this meal. And then as we were saying, get back on track the next day. If you were a little bit more conscious of your goals, then you can mindfully eat while you're out. So that just really entails just choosing the lower calorie options or just ca- like options that more suit the meal that it's replacing. So if you were going out somewhere, maybe you're not getting like the loaded fries and the nachos, which like if you did want to, it's not the end of the world. But if you wanted to stay on track as much as possible, maybe you're opting for the the chicken or the steak with a Mm -hmm. salad and like potatoes on the side, for an example. So it's a good way if you really are locked in on these goals to not feel as guilty when you go out. I think also the mindful eating comes under, as I spoke about before, being intuitive with yourself. Now, being intuitive is very hard at first. Like a lot of us aren't in tune with our bodies. I feel like a prep makes you really in tune with yourself. Yeah, I would have to agree. Yeah, but if you're not in a prep and you want to become in tune with yourself, it takes time and it takes a lot of practice. One thing that I do recommend doing when you're eating out, it's very easy like to go get a three-course meal, but then when dessert comes out, you're like, oh, I'm stuffed right? And then like you force feed it down and then you leave and you feel sick because you haven't been in tune with your body and how you feel. So one way to go about it, this is really good for people who are going through a reverse diet actually, because our bodies don't know if we're hungry or not. You know that like feeling after a show and you're just like really hungry, but you're not actually hungry. Yeah. Your body's in a whole state of flux. It doesn't even know what it feels. Yeah. So one way to know if you're actually full is let's say you're going out for dinner, you have your starters and you're 
your mains. Everyone at the table is like talking about dessert, everything like that. But you're like, oh, I would love a dessert, but I don't know if I'm actually hungry or not. Give yourself 10 minutes. Have a 10 minute rule. Once you finish your meal, put a timer on, check your watch, whatever you want to do. 10 minutes and I can guarantee you will feel like a stuffed turkey. Mm. And you will be like, oh, actually... It's a good tip, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's a really, really good tip to have, especially in the reverse diet phase because you do lose that, I guess, self-control a little bit. Like you do just want to eat everything in front of you. Well, you feel like you've crossed the finish line. You feel like you can have all of this food because like you're almost trying to put on a little bit of weight here. Yeah. So you're not as restricted as you were in this prep that you only just finished. Yeah. Like that's why you're in a reverse. So it's very easy to think, oh, I can eat all this food, so I will eat all this food. Now, I don't know about you guys, but have you ever eaten a meal and then finished it and feel like, oh, you know, I could have a bit more? Yeah. Gone yeah. for like a walk, driven home, and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm stuffed. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, every time. I can't have another bite. Yeah, every time. It <laughs> always happens at Eat Street. Yeah. Like you, you're waiting in line. Like you get a good meal and you're like, oh, that was so good. Let's let's get more. Yeah. And you're waiting in line like to get your food. You've already ordered it, but you're waiting for it to be done. You're like, oh, I'm getting really full now. Yeah, I actually don't need this. Cancel that. Yeah, cancel that. <laughs> or a refund, please. Yeah, exactly right. I don't want that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Take it back. No, so you definitely do want to have a little bit of time after eating a meal and just relax a little bit and let your body send those hunger signals because that's really what that is. Mm. It takes a little bit of time for your stomach to send those hunger signals up to your brain so your brain knows, oh, actually, we're not hungry anymore. Like the second you swallow a piece of food, it's not going to register as, hey, we're full. It does take a little bit of time. So just chill out for a little bit and just trust that, okay, this actually might fill me up after all. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's pretty much all our tips for that one. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Just don't beat yourself up if you did yeah. want to be human and go out and have a meal. Like as long as you know you're not doing it ultra frequently, you don't want to be like blowing out every single weekend. That's the thing. And like where you can like stay on track, don't just think, "Oh, it's the weekend I can go off track." Yeah, no. Don't do it just for the sake of it being a weekend. If you do have a fun social event on, Sure, enjoy it, but don't feel the need to go off track and even just say stop tracking altogether. You don't yeah. want to just stop just because it's the weekend. Now, you just want to remember the weekend counts just as much as the weekdays. It's just another day. So if you have Saturday and Sunday off, it's just like you had Tuesday and Wednesday off. And, you know, you almost can't imagine doing that right. Yeah. So just treat the weekend like you would any other day. But if you do have an event, enjoy it and um, just just be smart about it afterwards and just how you handle that day off. Yeah, you're human. You're allowed to be. You you never want to regret an event and go. Why no, definitely was I so hard not. On definitely not. And you also don't want to just stifle yourself for that day as well. You don't want to stop yourself from having a good time mm. because you think, oh, if I do have you know a little bit of food at this awesome event that I'm really excited for, I'm going to blow out. I'm going to ruin myself. So you want to also have the confidence that you know I will I will be all right if I enjoy this event. Definitely. Well. We hope you guys have gotten a few little hot tips in that episode. Mm-hmm. We actually really enjoyed writing up that episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a few tips we really want to dive into today. Yeah. There is a little bit of uh, misconception around nutrition sometimes. So it's always a fun topic to dive into. We get so passionate about this stuff. Honestly. Oh, we really do. We live and breathe this stuff, Sam and I. So it's always a pleasure just being able to share the knowledge that we've gained over the years of training and dieting and coaching. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if you like to follow us on social media, I am at underscore Samantha Wicks. And I am at 
underscore. No, I'm not. You're underscore. not underscore. I'm, <laughs> I was thinking at underscore. No, so <laughs> at it's Lucas underscore WBFF pro. God, trying to steal my thunder. I'm yeah, I do have an underscore. It's just a little bit later. It's actually <laughs> after the name, <laughs> not before the name. Actually, that's hilarious. You're before the yeah. name, I'm after the name. <laughs> oh, dear. But remember, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please pop it up on your stories and tag us both. We love seeing the reshares. Um, but yeah. We shall be with you guys next week. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in as always. And we'll see you for episode number three. Bye. Ciao.